You've probably heard that some conversations just shouldn't happen in polite company. Welcome to Let's Talk, where we decided to skip that advice and have those conversations anyway, in an attempt to find the unity in our humanity. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk. Thank you for being here. I'm Dr. Jimmy. And I'm Dr. Tori. And we're going to have another one of those conversations that just need to happen. Hey, Dr. Tori. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> How are you today? I, I, I'm I saying a prayer over here because, you know, this is going to be one of those conversations just going to piss some people off. Well, you know, <laughs> sometimes that's just what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least it looks sunny and beautiful up there in, uh, you know, Northern Virginia. And it feels southern and beautiful down here in uh, southeast Tennessee as well. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's beautiful there. Beautiful, yeah. southern, almost fall weather. Uh-huh. Landlocked. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. So, About Jimmy, to have what are we? Beautiful leaves on the trees. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, Doctor Jimmy. Uh huh. We know this is a tough one for me because this is one of the areas where you and I have a chasm, which we cannot, yes. which we, which we will not be able to breach. We're, I'm, I'm just putting the cards on the table. This is Absolutely. not one of those. This is not one of those subjects that we will agree on. All right. But, well, before we get into today's conversation, sure. A quick reminder to our listeners that you can help us find more people find out about Let's Talk by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, also following us on social media, and please share our podcast with your friends and family so that they too can hear some of these conversations that we're having and hopefully find a little unity in in their humanity with their friends as well. Dr. Tori, the conversation that needs to happen today needs to happen because it's election season. And this is a topic that becomes almost front and center every time there is an election, especially on the national stage, and it's abortion. Yep. So I am uh, unapologetically pro-life. And I am pro-choice. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, one of the things that comes up when this conversation is being had is people on one side, your side, will say things like, it's my body, it's my choice. Uh, they'll say things like, you know, it should be between a woman and their doctor. They will say things about, um, y- you know, rape and incest and and other issues where it's necessary from from their perspective to have abortion be available to them. And then there's people on my side who we're focusing on the life of the child in the womb. And I, I think before we can have that conversation, we have to back it up to the conversation of when does life begin? And here's why. If life begins at the moment of conception, the moment that sperm and egg come together and and is fertilized and we have this single cell organism, and if we say that is a human life, it's not a fully developed human body, it doesn't have consciousness, it doesn't have all those other things, but at that point in time, it is life. Then when we talk about abortion, We are literally talking about a life and death situation. If, on the other hand, that's not the point of life, that cell or that clump of cells or that developing clump of cells that will eventually have a body shape that is similar to that of a human and will grow into a human, 
Well, if if that's all it is and that's not life, then it's no different than going in for any other elective procedure where you're having something cut off that just doesn't need to be there. When we start the conversation, we're starting from two different worldviews. Exactly. And I think that's what gets missed in this conversation way too often is that the the people on my side of this conversation are saying you're a murderer, are saying that you don't care about the baby, are saying that you're not accountable for your actions. And the people on your side, some of some of them are saying, you know, look, you're getting upset over what's the medical equivalent to a mole being removed. And it seems irrational for the pro-life people to be picketing and marching and screaming and calling people names over something that, uh, you know, just seems like a, a simple procedure. So that's where I want to start this conversation is, uh, you know, tell me about your perspective on uh, the, the life of the baby, the fetus, the zygote, whatever you want to call it. Um, when, when you support a pro-choice stance, what is is making that something that, that you feel like you need to stand for? So I think the first thing that needs to be said is that pro-choice is not pro-abortion. I know that people think that those are, you know, I'm like, hey, yeah, you're eight months pregnant. Go have an abortion. That, that No, that's not what I'm talking about. Like you have said, clump of cells and it's being removed. I know I am incensing the pro-lifers right now and I apologize, but Jimmy, you put, you set it up perfectly. We have different worldviews. You know, it's a difference between thinking that the toilet paper roll should go over or under. You're over. never going to, you're never going to convince someone who has a different worldview that that is any going to be any the different. toilet paper designer in the patent showed it going over. Anyway, knowing that this is an emotional issue, having had people very close to me go through this experience, I can say that I have yet, and I'm not saying other folks don't exist, but I have yet to meet anyone who has made that decision lightly. I have yet to meet anyone who has not grappled with it and has not had to come to terms with it with, with their God. So let me just say, I know there are people who are out here who think it's just, you know, it's like going to get your teeth cleaned and all the other, but having held the hand of someone who has gone through it, I can tell you that it was not a, it was not an easy decision. And, you know, my prayer is that for people who have to walk that walk, that they will come in contact with people who will be kind to them because it is tough calling people murderers and baby killers and showing up places with fetuses in jars, that is not the behavior of civil people. However, I do understand that if you come from a worldview that you are thinking that you believe that that was a baby, I understand how you are incensed. But I'm asking that if you are a person of faith who believes that, then I would ask that you practice a little bit of God's love and grace for the folks who have made those decisions. If we could be uh, have a little less vitriol about it, that would be great. What would make me even happier if this wasn't a political topic and it went back into the realm of this is someone's personal decision. We don't wanna talk about other people's medical conditions. We don't think that that is appropriate to discuss people's um, health situations. 
You're not required to discuss them at work. There are HIPAA laws around that, but we seem to be okay with uh, constantly bringing up someone's, um, their, their history with regards to their pregnancy and pregnancy loss and termination. Yes, but I think that it is a matter of political necessity if, in fact, we are talking about a human life. And we go back to our Declaration of Independence, that everyone has this inalienable right to life. And if we believe that life begins at the moment of conception, then it is something that we need to be safeguarding through these political offices who are the people who write the laws that govern our land. But if you don't believe that life begins at the moment of conception, then it's a non-issue. It's Absolutely. a medical issue. So and, then and that's my what, question yes. would be, when does life begin? For me? For sure, me from personally? your perspective or your, your understanding from many people in the pro-choice movement or ideologically speaking. For me, life begins when there's a heartbeat. Okay. So would you be in favor of bills that would restrict the ability to abort once a heartbeat is detected? Because here's my concern with those kinds of laws is that as we've seen the chipping away of various other democ uh, uh, rules and things that make up a civil society, it seems like once you regulate one thing, it becomes something bigger. We have previously talked about the right to bear arms and the fact that, you know, the framers of the Constitution only had musket balls. Well, they didn't define what kind of arms you could bear. And to your point, that's why we have AK-47s that you have the right to own. And I'm just concerned that defining when life begins and, and then legislating around that is just the beginning of, you know, further and further regulation of, you know, of body function. But if I we mean, don't I, legislate around it, there's never a murder, no matter what point in someone's life cycle they are. Once again, you consider it murder. You consider but I'm saying, it murder. Right now, if someone comes into my home and kills me, they have murdered me. And if we don't define that where I am right now is life, which is which is necessary for that mm -hmm, to happen, mm -hmm. then we don't have that. So all I'm saying is uh, right now the law protects us from the moment of birth. You know, once once we're out of the womb and mm -hmm. we've been cut loose, mm -hmm. we're, we're a life that's protected by law. And and the problem is, and this was what came up with, with Roe v. Wade, was that the Supreme Court said there's nothing in the Constitution that says that at any point in the womb, it's a life, whether we have a personal or religious or philosophical reason for forming that opinion. And so mm -hmm. as a Catholic, I believe that life begins at the moment of conception. I believe that there is room for us in the Constitution to to in, to put in place a law somewhere, a, an amendment to it, uh, something that would say this is when we as a people say that life begins. Because otherwise, we run into the situation that, that we've heard about by some other people and, and other countries where you can commit infanticide after the child has been born because they don't count it as a life after that. And so the question has to come up. When does life begin and by what objective measure do you set that standard if not conception? If you say a heartbeat, okay, then that means that 
after that heartbeat, if, if by law we have said this is when life begins, then anything that interrupts that, that, that is not natural causes, is homicide. It is the killing of a person and should be dealt with the same way it's dealt with in the rest of the law. And, and Jimmy, it, it, just not to go off topic, I believe there are some state, there are some jurisdictions where that is the case, that if you kill a, a pregnant woman, you are actually committing two murders. I, yes, uh, if you kill the pregnant woman, that is the case, but not if you're killing a baby. Um, like I said, I, we're, we're not, I'm, I'm going to tell you the, the one thing that kind of, not kind of, the one thing that does really concern me about this conversation. We are one nation under God, one nation under God not one Catholic nation, not one Protestant nation. And I'm not saying that there aren't Protestants who believe the same way that you do because we've seen them outside abortion clinics for years. But what concerns me is the fact that people have wrapped up the abortion issue in religion. Now, if we decide the law of the land is that life begins at conception and abortion is now illegal, I want it done on the basis of a civil decision, not because we have put forward anyone's religious agenda. I am not sure what my spiritual leaders have to say about abortion because I have never asked them because that is one of those things that I have formed my opinion and lived my life according to what I believe is true in that case because quite frankly, my relationship with God is exactly that. Now, I am not I am not putting my beliefs on anybody else. I'm not vilifying anyone else for their beliefs. That's that unity and humanity thing you keep talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. But I think that I would be more comfortable if we removed the religious argument from it and allow people to deal with that part of it personally and privately. I am more concerned about how we are treating women who have to make these decisions. So I think to, to clarify, when mm -hmm. you're saying remove the religious element from it, because I can, I can, in my head, I can hear the people right now screaming. Yeah, yes, abortion is something that has a place to be spoken of in your religion, no matter what that is right. and, and how you view life. Absolutely. I think what Dr. Tory is saying here is that we should not be legislating based on religious opinion. We should be legislating based on civil matters and, and civil opinion as it comes into it and not because the Catholics think this and if they have the majority, then they get what they want. That's that's not what you're saying, right? Did you just mansplain me, Dr. Jimmy? No, I'm asking okay. for the sake of our listeners who would would are probably screaming. Scream, scream. Yeah, I mean, there is a, the separation of church and state was, is, is also one of the foundations of this country. No, and we often. Not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not in the Constitution. It doesn't have to be in the Constitution it is for it to be in foundation. nothing to do with the foundation oh my of God. our country. Oh, my God. Okay, let me, or then let me rephrase this. People fled other nations and came to this country to exercise religious freedoms, okay? And the idea is that you can come here and worship as you please. Is that better? Well, that's a little oh, more close to historically accurate. But oh anyway, back onto the topic. Oh, my God. Yes, but anyway, 
like I said, this was going to be a tough topic because it's an emotional topic. Now, I have not even gone down the whole thing. You, you, you cut me off about it's my body and I do what I want. So I'm not even going to go down that path. Go for it. Go for it. I'm not going to go down the path that people who are legislating a lot of this stuff are people who will never carry a child. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to go down that path because those are obvious. No, the conversation they, needs to happen. So so put it out there. There is no conversation. I'm a woman. I can have babies. You can't. Now, you can father children. And do I feel like these decisions do not need to be made in a, in a, in a vacuum? I think that to the extent that it is safe for the woman to have that conversation with the father of the child, great. But if we're not going to allow for abortion, and I'm just putting this out here, if we ban abortion because life begins at conception, then what kind of what kind of safety net are we going to have for all of these children who obviously, and and I and forgive me for saying this, these children who were not wanted, who were probably not planned, what safety net do we have for them? Well, I think we have to back up, and we have to say, if you didn't want the child. You shouldn't have been doing the thing that causes babies. Okay. There are consequences to our actions. Then and all most I... abortions that happen, happen as a form of after-sex birth control, not because of, of rape, incest, and, and other things. So you're saying that abstinence, well, we all know abstinence is the only way to prevent pregnancy, absolutely. Unless you're the Virgin Mary. We will talk about the Immaculate Conception <laughs> at some other time, Jenny, at some other time. I'm saying that, okay, if you ban abortion, birth control should be free, plan B should be free, daycare should be free, we should have excellent paid parental leave. I, I think that there is a whole there is a whole continuum of things that need to happen if we're saying, nope, no abortions. No, see, what I'm saying is, if you are going to do the thing that causes that, Mm -hmm. then you need to be willing to accept the consequences of your actions. And if that means that you have a baby, then you have a baby because you made the choice to have sex and out of sex comes a baby. Now, as a Catholic, we don't support any sort of, of artificial birth control. But the, the point that I'm making here is not that we should be imposing our Catholic doctrine on society. I'm not saying that at all. So, no, that's not where I'm going with this. Where I'm going with this is if you are going to have sex and you're okay with using a condom or a diaphragm or other non-abortificant types of birth control, then you use those things and you don't make babies. But when you make a baby, you keep the baby. If I go out and commit a crime, I don't get to just go to the doctor and make it go away. Wait, 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 I have whoa, to pay whoa, the whoa, price whoa. for my crime. Whoa, did you just equate and uh, okay, I need a bit. Did you just equate having a baby with a crime? No. Did I just hear that? No. I equated consequences with consequences. If I mix yeast into flour, I'm going to get leavened flour. Well, you're going to need some sort of, some sort of reactant, but sure, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I, I Absolutely. I absolutely understand where you're coming from. And, you know, like we said from the outset, this was not going to be one of those conversations where either one of us was going to give any ground or we were going to agree. I'm simply saying that if you're telling me that 
through what, however it gets set up and someone gets pregnant, or as they say in Great Britain, someone falls pregnant. I've never understood that, but they fall pregnant. That they just, they just, they just need to suck it up. Yeah. You made that choice. You made a baby. So let me ask you this. Baby, you are not prepared for and unable to care for. What then? Okay. Again, I think it goes back to the foundational thing. You shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. You don't go out and buy a car you can't afford. People do it all the time. And they shouldn't. And they face the consequences of it. But Jimmy, people, it is our nature to do things that we shouldn't do. We do it all the time. I'm I'm simply saying that if you want to create a permanent underclass or even more of a permanent underclass, that's a perfect way to do it. You know, I'm not saying that I like the fact that people are irresponsible, but what if I'm, what, what if I, you know, something happens and I just don't want to have this baby. Well, legally right now you can get rid of it, but that doesn't make it right. Uh, It doesn't doesn't make it wrong either. It doesn't make it wrong. If I don't believe that this, that this group of cells is a sentient human being. And, and that is where we, we have to come back to this conversation and recognize that we're approaching it from a different worldview. Absolutely. I am not going to change your mind nope. on the abortion issue nope. unless you change your mind about when life begins. And same for you. Absolutely. And so that's where it is so important that even though we can vehemently and angrily disagree on this topic... <laughs> We can still come back together and go, you know what? I, I think your your opinion on this is wrong. I think your position is flawed, but you're coming at it from a different starting point than I am. And I recognize that. And I can love you anyway. Exactly. And we can be friends anyway. Absolutely. And just know that this is one of those things that we're not changing each other's mind on the the elements of what happens in the abortion why the abortion should or shouldn't happen, the birth control debate that goes on to it, all these other things that we so easily started falling down those rabbit trails. Yep. But it all comes back to our starting point on this. Right. And it doesn't, and it doesn't mean that Jimmy's evil. That's not what it means. It means that we're different. It means that we come, we have a different worldview and that's perfectly okay because that's what makes us interesting. Yes, we want to have those different worldviews. We don't want to have a worldview that's going to make it okay to kill a baby in the womb, but we do want to have different worldviews so that we can bring different perspectives into conversations. Ooh, no, you didn't go there. Yes, we're allowed to have different worldviews that would hobble women and keep them in poverty so that they create a permanent underclass. (laughs) But it's okay, Jimmy. I understand. (laughs) Well, at least neither one of us will ever be guilty of twisting the other one's words into something, right? Never that. (laughs) Perish the thought. Oh my God, Doctor Tori, this has been such a fun conversation. (laughs) It's, yeah, I think it got both of our blood pressures pumping a little bit. Doctor Jimmy, I'm going to stop talking to you. 
Well, if that happens, this will be the last episode of Let's Talk. I'm pretty <laughs> confident that won't be the case, though, because I know we have so many other things that we want to still talk about that uh, I think, you know, just a little bit of time away from each other on this one will, will help us come back together. And that's something else that's important is knowing when it's time to end a conversation. Yeah, it's time to walk away. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because so many relationships are going to continue to be divided because we don't know when to just say, hey, I'm not going to change this person's mind. They're not going to change mine. Let's just end this conversation now. Maybe we can bring it back up later when we're both in a better place to bring it up. But now's not that time and this is not that place. And here's a hint. This is not the discussion you want to have at Thanksgiving. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Definitely not. Not thanks. Not the Thanksgiving that you want to have. Not the conversation around that. No. No, absolutely not. Oh my goodness! And don't ever bring it up at work. I mean, unless you work in an abortion clinic or a church or you know a religious organization. Never mind. Okay, you've been listening to Let's Talk, the show where we have conversations that need to take place in an attempt to find a little unity in our humanity, even if it's really hard to do. Don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help other people hear great shows like the one you just heard and help us to continue delivering great content by supporting us as a patron through patreon.com slash let's talk. Thanks, Dr. Tori. Thanks, Dr. Jimmy. <laughs>